Hello everybody and welcome to Show Hoppers Lost Season 1 Episode 12. I'm Kurt, joined by my former teacher, Mr. Sal. Mr. Sal, how are you doing? I'm doing quite well. How are you, Kurt? Quite well. I'm doing eh. And I think you are also doing quite meh. Yeah, I suppose. I, yeah, to say I'm doing quite well is a bit of an exaggeration. I'm gonna, <laughs> not even in terms of life, but in terms of this episode. I'm gonna oh, go right off the bat. Whatever the case may be. Yes. Tell this episode. Okay. Now, I mean, you you said last week that you thought I would hate this episode. Yeah. And now now I'm wondering if you didn't. My guess on the sales scale is you got a seven. But now, by the way, you've talked. I think you gave it more like an eight or nine. Uh, I wavered back and forth between an eight and seven. Okay. Just, Hopefully, you gave like it a seven. The, just like the previous week, I'm gonna actually. Here's here's what I'm gonna do. This is. I think this is gonna be fun. <laughs> I'm gonna call it a seven point five, and by the end of our discussion, I will bump it either up to an eight or down to a seven. Well, I'm telling you, I'm going to do it no favors. I give this a 5 out of 10. Most men. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. This gets a Ooh. 5 out of 10. Which is the same as your 7, technically. This, this is a very middling episode. Oh, I thought I, I gave it credence to giving it a 4. Wow. I, I did not like this episode. You hated it that much. Oh, yeah. Just... And I, you didn't hate it. but I didn't like... hate it. It was just a very meh episode. <laughs> This is a very meh episode. I think that's the best way of describing it. Yep. Okay, so I mean, I'm I'm at seven point five right now, but it sounds like I'm going to end up down at a seven. So, Hopefully, I can yank you down. Yeah. <laughs> I can yank you down. Oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> but I maybe I'll pull you up. Who knows? No, there's no way you're pulling me up. No, I've I've not cemented myself down <laughs> into this ravine, and I will pull you down here with me. Okay. Yeah, it won't be hard. I, I I do not love this episode. Yeah, no, this is this is the weakest episode to me. Uh, I don't want to say by far, but it's the weakest episode to me. I'm surprised. I thought it was predicting you'd give it a six out of ten. That's what actually what I was going to predict coming into today. But you, uh, your the way you spoke of it made me up it to a seven. <laughs> but I mean, how did I speak of it? I just like I don't know. You you didn't seem that upset over it as I thought you would. Hmm. I, I yeah, did not like this episode. I mean, we'll get into it some more. Uh, various reasons why. I mean, it's okay. Like, I like the characters for the most part in it and stuff. It's just what they don't show. And there's still questions. And I'm going to tell you this much. This season gets really good, okay? Like, the last, like, seven, eight, maybe even the last ten episodes. Which I get to see. No, it's like the last seven or eight episodes. They are, like, nonstop... Great, 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 great. Like, you will like them all. I will tell you once we start getting to there. But... All right. Look forward to it. But the next episode is also nothing to look forward to. <laughs> oh, really? That's disappointing. Or because... I'm just telling you that because that's what I've been telling you for the last, the... like... <laughs> I know the next episode is, like, Boone and Shannon flashbacks. And I'm actually really excited about so that. So here's what I will say. Um, The next episode, uh, even though we haven't even talked about this one yet, all I'll say is that... People didn't like it because it was about Boone and Shannon. So if you're excited because it's about Boone and Shannon, maybe you will like it. Okay? And I'll tell you what, there's also some lock in there, unsurprisingly, especially based out over this episode. There's quite a bit of lock based on my right. memory. And that sorts out well. I'm yeah, sure you'll I'm like it for that as well. Yeah, I'm kind of liking the next episode, so I don't know. 
But don't like them. Get be prepared. Worst one yet will be next episode. Anywho, Ooh, the next episode is worse than this one. Uh, yeah, probably. Wow, worst one yet. And then one after we watch the next one, I'll tell you the next one will be the worst one yet, and so on and so forth. Wow, I gotta keep your expectations low. I've learned. I've learned ever since that Nora episode in the leftovers. Wow. I guess I gotta keep the expectations low. And same with Walkabout and Lost. You gotta keep expectations low. And then it's very easy to pass over that bar. So next episode. Nothing nothing amazing. I think. We'll see. Okay. Anyway. Uh any, anything you wanna talk overarchingly about this episode? We we can talk about the title real quick. Just get that out of the way. Whatever the case may be. Yeah. Uh, now this take a while for me to understand. Really? What could they <laughs> I mean I this is this is um I'm not thrilled with the <laughs> volume of puns in the title. <laughs> I'm lost. Uh, whatever the case may be, House of the Rising Sun. I love. It. I, I I like House of the Rising Sun title. <laughs> I don't think it has any relation with the song, but just her name Sun. Oh, exactly. <laughs> whatever well, the case may be, this one, but this one, granted. It's more in line with that is a big question. What's in the case? I guess. Spoiler alert. Nothing it's very a, nothing very interesting. Something <laughs> you probably buy for a few dollars. It's uh, I have several questions about this case though, regardless. But this is also the the fewest flashbacks that we've had in any episodes. It is flashbacks. And then as I ask you for most lost episodes, cool. how do you feel about the flashbacks for this episode? Uh, I like the flashbacks a lot more than what was going on, on the island. Really? Oh yeah. The, 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 the flashbacks were. Oh okay. I thought you would see. Did you? Okay, we'll get to it when you get to it. Actually, I'm not gonna press the flashbacks right now. So in this episode, we see. I won't say the name yet. I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. But the return of a friendly face whom I hyped, not hyped, but I talked about back in like episode two, or three even. And they've been missing for nearly ten episodes, if not ten. <laughs> but they're back. Uh, I, I, will, I will just say their name. Opened with Kate. Oh, no. Rose. We see the return of Rose in this Oh, episode. yeah, yeah. Rose. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Beautiful. Anyway, we'll get to yep. it when we get to it. So, uh, we start the episode and we see Kate collecting fruit. Uh, and then she hears a stick break in the jungle. And she, you know, goes to investigate, throws a rock, hits Sawyer's knees. <laughs> yeah. And Kate calls him out for stalking her. And Sawyer says he was protecting her and doesn't want her going out alone. Especially what happened to, I don't know if he says the name Claire or if just... No, I don't think he does. But... says the pregnant girl. No, okay, the pregnant girl, but Claire. So, yeah. what what's your immediate thoughts on this, you know, exchange here between Sawyer and Kate, and Sawyer watching over Kate? Do you, do you think it is because he wants to protect Kate, or do you think he is, he's actually just kind of stalking her? Like, what do you think his intentions are? Yes. <laughs> I, I think it's both. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, however, I think he has a really good point. I don't think anybody should be going out alone. Certainly, I I agree too. Especially what happened to Claire. Yeah, you really shouldn't, you shouldn't be, I really would love to know what happened to Claire. Oh, Claire! Like, it's all that I'm really interested in right now. So all this other stuff that keeps happening is like, uh, 
You should really put that on the back burner, Mr. Sal. What? You should put that on the back burner. Yeah, I, too I, far on the back burner. I, I'm okay. I've, I've kind of gathered at this point that I, I need to just let that go for a bit. No, actually, it's uh, you'll. I'll be. Don't, worry too much don't say anything. I'll be pleasantly surprised if it comes up again. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to be pleasantly surprised anyway. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Or you might be. Who knows? I do actually. This. <laughs> Sawyer, Sawyer and Kate chat back and forth, and they find a really nice looking like swimming hole esque thing, right? Oh it's yeah, kind of, like that's beautiful. Yeah, gorgeous. Yep. Sawyer immediately goes to swim, teaches Kate into it, so now they're both just swimming, having some fun, jumping in, tickling each other yeah. underwater, <laughs> just having having a grand old time. Down. And There's then absolutely no sexual tension whatsoever. And they find dead bodies in the water. I, I, how, so, how do you keep going underwater with dead bodies right there? I'd be out of there. Like, I would j- literally jump up out of the water like a dolphin <laughs> and scurry my way across the surface of the water to get out of there. So you jump like a dolphin. They get, like, a daddy long legs or some, like, water insect. Yeah. Walk along the top of the water. Somehow. Like a dolphin. Wait, what? The whole way. Dolphin (laughs) can, like, move tail in the water. Oh, okay, well. So, dolphin your whole way back and then scurry back into the jungle and never return to the water hole. Yeah, exactly. But, listen, no, but they're survivors on this island. They need, you know, whatever these people have got on them. Well, at least, so, so, anyway. After they they find the dead bodies. Sorry, and the intro plays. I, I always say that, I guess. Intro plays, but... So he's in it for the loot. You gotta respect that. <laughs> Alright. I mean, he's going for a wallet. Well, you know, he's going to see what else is in there. But yeah, gets the wallet. Kate points out the briefcase. And, uh, you know, so they go down, try to get it out. Sawyer gets the case. Exit the water. And uh, Case needs some sort of key to open it. And Sawyer realizes that Kate... At least Sawyer thinks that Kate really wants this case... And she's kind of says, no, no, I, I actually really don't want it. You have it, Sawyer. That's the end of the exchange. So at this point, did you think Kate wants the case? I mean, she went back for it. She made Sawyer go back for it. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, of, of course she wants the case. She's like pulling a Sawyer. She even said, claimed it in the water. So like, that's mine. <laughs> yeah, that's mine, she says. So, yeah, so yeah, Sawyer's so like, is this actually yours? You have the key? And she's like, no, but. I mean, you know, it's it's pulling a Sawyer. <laughs> no, you take the money. You keep keep the money overnight. You know. <laughs> oh, oh, Kate's pulling a Sawyer on Sawyer. Yeah, yeah you keep you keep the case, Sawyer. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Um, yeah, is is what. It is. <laughs> uh, so we leave that, and we see Beach Team getting suitcases. Uh, they're, they're starting to wash out from the sea, and we see Said and Jack working on this stuff. And Said talks about how the tide has become sudden and rapid, and at this rate, you know, the fuselage and all the other stuff's going to be in the water in no time. So the beach team plans to move down the coast. Uh, Jack, of course, Cave Squad leader, I mean, leader of the survivors in general, but part of Cave Squad, 
always advocating for it, tries to recommend it, but again, another mention to Claire. You know, people are kind of weary about going to the jungle with Claire and the monster. Mm-hmm. And uh, anything on that? Do you, so what do you think? Do you think it is better to live on the beach, or do you think uh, the cave's still better? Do you think this has changed your mind at all since Claire's? No. Yeah, because you're together on the... I think the cave's still fine, because you, know, you guys are together. I, I mean, I, I still maintain my position that I made, that I was in originally. Like, you have a team of, like, four or five people that are always on the beach, and they and you rotate that team. Everybody else is in the cave. Yeah, yeah. You have to have somebody on the beach, like, looking out for ships and planes and keeping the signal fire burning and stuff. Well, what are you going to do when they those four get rescued and you don't? Oh come on, they're they're so they're so back and forth in the beach. Like uh, I, I'm starting to think like that it's like going to my garage. I I always wonder how far because I don't think they ever like state the distance. Those sometimes they have to like run. They're like running between the two. Forty seven. I like to imagine. Oh, is it forty seven minutes? Forty seven feet. Or oh, forty seven feet. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine it's only like a five minute walk. It sure seems that way. Not, yeah, just you know, granted, they, they do have a lot of free time in their days. It feels like you know, what do you get? You get food, boards for some supplies. That's about it. Yeah, um, plenty of free time. Anywho, during their conversation, uh, Jack talks about how he wants to meet Russo, but Said. So here, here's how we get a little bit more into Said's mindset after his uh, solitary episode and his meeting with Russo. Saeed is confident that she has lost her mind, and he even thinks those whispers he heard, they must have been the wind, okay? Mm-hmm. So he, he's chalking it all off to, like, when he came, he believed, he, he was probably in pretty good belief that there were the others. And maybe he still does believe in it, but he thinks those voices were the wind, and he talks it all away. And now he talks about the papers he has, and how there's uh, mathematical equations that are very difficult, but there's also French words on there and yep. you know maybe he could do it if someone could translate French but you know who could possibly translate French <laughs> and, and quite frankly Said doesn't even want to translate the paper he, he says um something along the lines of a, like some things are best left untranslated and then hmm. Jack what's it? he points to Charlie and says like you should tell him that right <laughs> yeah exactly so, kind, of, kind of showing that hey we need this stuff uh, understood, so we can understand the island better. Yeah. And is that what do you think? I mean, obviously, I think I know what you're gonna say. I feel the same way about it. Should say you try to translate the papers, so you try to make out what's going on here. Yeah, of course. Of course, yeah. What else going on here? Say the survivalist expert didn't want to. Why do you think he doesn't want to translate the papers? Um, that's a good question. I, I mean, I guess. I, I'm kind of chalking it up to he thinks that Danielle has kind of lost her mind and that what he's going to find is just dark and awful and not helpful. Oh, yeah, just godly gook or just stuff from, like, her past like, members. Companions or whatever. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Definitely could be the case. Yeah, I agree to that. Uh, next scene, you see uh, Boone and Shannon... And Shannon asks him, and this is the only little bit we get of, like, Locks, you know, we see him and Locks, never mind, but Shannon asks him where him and Locke have been going every day in the jungle. 
And Boon says they are looking for Claire. So I'm gonna stop right there. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what do you think they're doing in the jungle? Then if they're not looking for Claire, what else could be in there? Poking at that steel. <laughs> <clears throat> I can imagine. We need the act for it, whatever they're doing. Yeah, whatever they're doing. Who knows? We don't. Uh next episode though. You will uh it is a Boone and Shannon episode, so Hopefully, we'll get some more answers there. But Good. right before Boone leaves, he basically tells Shannon she's useless, which she pretty much is, and leaves. So It's kind of a theme of, of this show, isn't it? People feeling yeah, useless. Yeah, and I was going to ask you about that later. Do you think Shannon is like Charlie in the sense of... Cause Shannon later talks about how she feels, you know, this obviously bothers her. Feeling useless, like Charlie did. The difference yep. is the difference is I don't think Charlie was useless. I think Shannon is useless. <laughs> no, she's obviously not. I mean, there's some uses. Yeah, she is. She's the French translation. That's very useful. That is the only thing she's. Why did she fire the flare? That is true. She got the delegation of a delegation onto her. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She so she had a fire flare. I actually imagine like if they go off this island now, they're like, "What did you do the whole time?" Uh, did some French and fired a flare. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> but yeah, she really hasn't done much. But, uh, we'll see if she uh starts being a little less useless. It, and it really bothers Shannon, obviously. Yeah. And now we're about to get to. I don't, to I don't know that it would bother her coming from anyone else, but coming from Boone, it seems to. That oh, that's true. Yeah, I don't know how much it would bother her for coming from someone else. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see, maybe. Maybe, yeah. maybe we'll see. Uh, and Kate has a flashback. Right before she goes into the flashback, she sees Sawyer with the briefcase. And then, flashback. Uh, notably, notably do, you, do you know what the name Sid to her was? By the bank manager. I guess it doesn't really matter, because we learned yeah, he's, he called her name anyway. Miss Ryan, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Miss Ryan. If I can see some ID, we can start on your uh, loan application, I think is what she's doing. But something for the bank. Uh, she's in New Mexico. Said she does photography work. Yep. And you know, the bank manager's like, oh, okay, yeah. It gives her some recommendations. And then the bank gets robbed. They, you know, isolate the manager, collect the civilians, including Kate. Mm -hmm. So my question to you is, is this before... Or after Kate's life of crime, did you think? Uh, yeah, and I, I was up in the air about this. I think I, I kind of leaned on the side of this is before. Okay. Oh, so they did get you. Okay. They got me. They got you. I, I didn't think they would. Wow, I'm shocked they got you. Mr. Sal. Oldest trick in the book. You rob a bank, you send in, you send in your own inside person help you out. <laughs> That's the oldest trick in the book. Oldest trick in the book. I didn't know that. You know a lot more. I about would not. It. I would not rob a bank with you. Then. Okay. Well, you, you, you're not up to snuff. That's fine. I, I didn't. I guess you just know a lot more about bank robbery than me. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that there. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about in this flashback? Uh, no. Nah, I mean. I I wondered if that was actually her name. Yeah. Oh yeah. Certainly. That's why you know it. I knew you tried to tell because it's like Miss Ryan. Yeah, Kate Ryan. Um, you know, but no, that was about it. Okay. All right. So, 
Uh, we're back in the present. Uh, Kate enters Sawyer's tent while he's sleeping and basically goes for his case, but Sawyer like grapples her and gets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, there's some like lewd comments. And then gets headbutted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but Sawyer still manages to hold on to the case and basically teases Kate and tells her he's not going to give it up. I gotta ask you this before we get too far. Like, mm. who were these people in the in the pond, lake, whatever the thing was that had the case? Uh, presumably they were on the plane because this case was on the plane. Yeah. So I yeah, don't know who they were. I have lots of questions about that. What do you mean? Well, I mean, but I, only because I know what's in the case. Oh, how to get there? Well, I mean, knowing what's in the case, it's like a bunch of property of the U.S. Marshal and this one thing that belongs to Kate, right? Yeah. Or at least that's the way it's presented and the way it, it seems. It, it's, it's what the Marshal had on his purse. It's what he brought with him on the plane. So why didn't, why wasn't it under his seat? You think they jostled around? I don't know. They, they were crashing. I mean, it looks like it was safely stored underneath the seat. They put in the seat in front of him? Oh, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That could be. That could be. All right. All right. I'll, I'll buy it for now. <laughs> okay. Glad, glad I could stave off Mr. <laughs> Sal's impending questions. Listen, I, I want you to lower the rating, so really, it does make yeah. sense. And you should lower the rating because of that. Well, I might. Okay. You should. Um, so you're. Refused to give up uh, the case to Kate. Uh, it's now we get to the daytime. Uh, Shannon's tanning, and Saeed comes on over, and basically just asks her, "Hey, can you help me translate these French papers? Pretty please." Mm-hmm. Shannon is very suspicious that Boone has put him up to this, mm-hmm. but she goes, "I don't know. You know, I don't know. My my French isn't all that great, but Saeed, you know." Listen, there's math and there's French. You just need to do the French. Give it a try. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I got nothing. Yeah, it's not much more to clean from that. It's just, that's just what the seat is. Just Saeed asking I, Shannon. I, I like. I don't. I don't understand why Shannon is is not just trying. Like, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you keep saying how bad your French is and you can't do it. You can't do it. But it's like you haven't even looked at it. Just look at it and try. Yeah, you know, I, I was thinking suspicious. Like, her saying she's bad French, pretty. Her French is pretty good. I feel like, especially when like at the end when she sings the song, I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Exactly. I've I have a lot of a. I I I have family whose like first language is in English, right? And I've noticed of yep. them, those that can speak English. About like more than half the time, if they say they're bad at speaking English, they're like really good at speaking English. <laughs> like, I'm like you speak almost flawless, flawless, flawless. Ah, right as I'm trying to speak English, flawless English, and you say you're not very good at it. I know. Yeah, <laughs> so that that was interesting to me. The other thing that's interesting to me is like, is this where she tells him why she knows French? Uh, no, no, this is not why. When she tells him it. it it's later. It's later when. Okay, it's so, not. It's not the last scene. It's. it's no, like, it's not. It's. It's when they're like. Uh, they show him like one or two or three times, like. Yeah. Trying to decode the papers. Which yeah. is boring as hell. It is. Oh yeah. 
survivalist Saeed should be up to something else. Like, then. I, I, how different are those three instances that we need to see it three times? Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's very important to try to, you know, get this thing down. And now, here is what might be my possibly favorite product placement. If this is product placement. Did, did you catch it? No. Okay, I don't think it actually is, but if it is, genius. So you're trying to pick the lock of the suitcase, right? Oh, was, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. There. Yeah, Mike yeah, I did tells catch him, that. Mike tells him he's wasting his time trying to pick the lock on a hollow Burton. Yep. Uh, wasting your time, and then Hurley comes by. This is like the only time we see Hurley like, the whole episode. Yeah, but, I mean, he's they say it at least three times. Yeah, it's like Hurley comes by. Mike's like, this guy's trying to unlock lock pick a hollow burn a hollow burn no way (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's funny too because at the time so do you know Halliburton? you know what it is no i mean i can presume what it is though can i can i guess or is it yeah yeah sure this is just like a lock company or suitcase company i don't know it's no it's it's like military gear oh okay like a military supplier and the, like one of the people in charge of Halliburton, like I, I can't remember if he was an owner or if he was just like a CEO, like a, a higher up within Halliburton at the time, was Dick Cheney. Do you know who Dick Cheney is? Yeah, I know who Dick Cheney is. Well, he was the vice president at the time this would have been made. Oh, okay. And I think it was an election year, actually. 2004, yeah, it was an election yeah, year. Looks, yeah, it would have been an election year. <laughs> so I, I don't know if there's anything there but uh, interesting yeah uh there's, there's another reference i'll see if you got that later very near the end of the episode but um uh anyway michael suggests using some sort of impact velocity like an at like the axe cut to the one time we see Locke really in the episode at all it's boon in the jungle with an axe how do you feel about that transition um I mean, I, it makes some sense. Best that... transition in television history, in my opinion. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call it best that. Best I, I title it now. Best transition, television history. Talk about the axe. Boots holding the axe. Anyway, brings it to Locke, and Locke basically, you know, hey, we're, does anyone know you got the axe? No, no one saw me. I don't think anyone saw me. Well, which is it? <laughs> and Locke is pretty anal about just this making is, sure. Is... All the lock we get in this whole episode, too. Yeah. I, I don't know why the lock's being so, yeah, precise or accurate. I don't know. He just wants the exact, you know, are you sure or do you think? But anyway, it, it's very clear. Whatever they're doing, Locke wants to be a secret based on what's going on here. Right. And I guess Boone does, too, because Boone's helping him and not telling people. He lies to Shannon, right? So. Yeah. So, there's not really much you can guess on what he's doing here, but... Yeah, I'll give you a chance to give like a shot in the dark to see if you could possibly be right. And here's your one chance in the dark shot on what they could be doing. With the axe? In the jungle in general. Oh, trying to break into the steel thing. Which could be uh Danielle's bunker. Okay. There you go. <laughs> but it's not because it's not, it's yeah. way farther away than well, 
where they are if they're going back to camp every night. So. Yeah, and I'm sure they're going there every day. Daniel, who lays traps out when yeah. like I'm yeah. right into them by now. But I wonder yeah. if it's not something like maybe uh, the the burial compartment for Danielle's husband and the rest of her party. Oh, like they could be buried there, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I imagine that you spend all this time, you break it open, or you get into it, and it's just a bunch of dead bodies. So it's happy day. This this is Christmas, but oh, God. anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, Sawyer's just smashing the rock over and over. Uh, did you, did you get this little quote <laughs> that I love? Um, uh, remind me. Impact velocity, physics my ass. Oh yeah, that <laughs> oh, that's yeah. A, little, ah, a little sillier. Anyway, Reggie climbs up high, deciding, you know, I'll get some height. I will say my complaint on Sawyer on this is he climbs up high, but he just lets go of the suitcase, right? Yeah. He didn't, like, try to, like, you know, throw it down. Yeah, if I, yeah you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you're technically right, Kurt. That, that would add a, a little bit more force. <laughs> but anyway, they yep. didn't commit. He just kind of dropped in the right place, which is whatever. Anywho, case unsurprisingly does not open but Kate like little mouse scurries over grabs the case <laughs> and tries to run away yep sad for her Sawyer caught up to her and got the case back and won't let her have it until he knows what's in the case yeah that's all he wants he just that's wants- all he wants he's like a kid <laughs> yeah I love his he's like, nobody's gonna open it anyway so just tell me what's inside it and you can have it yeah. I also want to note that um, there's not a lot. There is. So we saw Jack scene earlier. We don't see a lot of Jack for a bit of time. And we see a little bit more of him. Now, this might be the least Jack episode. Uh, oh, you do see quite I, a bit I of him later say, on. I would say Solitary is the least Jack episode. Oh, that's true. It's the least everybody episode. That is true. Just because there's so much Saeed and alone. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Anywho, uh, uh, Kate enters another flashback here. Yep. And now it's the robbers demanding... I think there's three robbers? I think so. Three. I think three robbers. Three robbers. And uh, you know they're demanding the key from the bank manager. Kai, by Kate. Very quickly, this man goes in action. He's like, hey, that guy's not watching us. I'm going to go for it. And then immediately runs and subdues him. Yeah. Like, doesn't even take time to plot. Doesn't even wait for an okay. Well, Kate never says okay. He just says, I'm going to do it. And then runs and does it. <laughs> and throws the gun to Kate. Yeah. Uh, it, does, it does make for a, a bit of an interesting situation with Kate. Like, she's got to pretend not to know how to use a gun, which we've already seen her do on the show in, like, episode two. It's a running theme, yeah. Kate yeah. doesn't know how to use guns. Yes, but she does. Oh, does she, though? We've, have, we've never seen her shoot a gun. Yes, we do. In right. this episode, we do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're right, in this episode. She's a pretty good shot. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. Oh, it depends, depends on your determination of pretty good shot. Does she shoot to kill? Hmm? No, she didn't. I, I'm, I'm assuming she doesn't shoot to kill because she okay. shot three people that hit them all and didn't kill them. Yeah, so, yeah. Pretty good shot. But anyway... I don't know how to use a gun. Uh, you know, doesn't know how to take the safety off. But, and eventually, uh, gets run. Uh, one guy, the hero, gets 
smacked and it gets brought in for a talk, quote unquote, and then that is when it's revealed Kate is in on it and she kisses this crook or robber mm-hmm. guy. So at this Foster point, you're Maggie. Yeah, Maggie. So Maggie Ryan, <laughs> maybe you have here. So I'm gonna ask you until he gets she gets dragged in. Did you think she was in on it, especially when she picks up? Oh, the as soon as as soon as he dragged her in. Oh, okay. okay. I I knew she was in on it. But before then, you did not. You were in. I I was I was not sure before that. I thought huh. there was a chance of it, but I I was sure of it once he dragged her. Yeah. In. Oh, yeah. Okay. That how do you feel about that hero guy? I just. I think it was hysterical. I think it's hysterical. Imagine, imagine being that guy. You did like all the right plays, kind of right. You you saw a weak point in this robbery. You came in. And if Kate had been him. anybody else, your plan would have worked. Yeah, probably with Kate. It was literally anyone trying to shoot them. It would have worked. Yeah, anybody, anybody else in the bank, other than Kate, it would have worked. But you threw it to the one person. Yep. Who's in on it and it did that work? I mean, I say like that, but. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to start analyzing this potential bank robbery, stopping gun situation. I was like, oh no, maybe what if the, someone picks it up? But if the robbers know it's not Kate, they might shoot instantly. Who knows? But maybe anyway. This is, <laughs> That's true too. You're right. here, or there. Doesn't matter. We know Kate's in on this bank heist. Yeah. We come back. We see your favorite duo here, Said and Shannon. Uh, they're just trying to do it, and Shannon's getting frustrated, saying she can't do it. But Said. Those belief in her saying, Come on, Shannon, you can do it. And this is where it's brought up that Shannon learned it from a French guy. Yeah, so this is this is weird to me because we know that Shannon is twenty. That's what, yeah, that's why I, I, I did not realize how old Shannon was until like you've now remembered how old she was when she said it in that episode. Yeah, I mean pres- I mean, assuming she's telling Hurley the truth in the census. Yeah. She's twenty. So like this this sounds like the French guy was far enough in her past to be like, there's some space between that and now. Mm-hmm. So why is she off like in France by herself with a French guy at um, age seventeen or sixteen? Yeah, I don't know. Family flies around, or she has a private jet. I don't know. <laughs> she has- well, I mean, I'm I'm getting the impression that there's wealth in the family. Like the, the wealth is not what i'm talking about but like how is she alone in front or how does she how does she know a french guy like this yeah like it sounds like she would like ran off to france to be with this french guy which I don't know. maybe we'll find out in the next episode more on it. it makes some sense if we do or maybe she's just a quick learner but this scene with saeed like this could have been combined with the previous scene with saeed oh yeah definitely cut, cut in half you know yeah anyway there you go. Saeed believes in Shannon. That's how you sum up a lot of these until the last two. Oh, and until the second to last one, then it's... At least he claims to believe in Shannon. Yeah. Saeed says he believes. He knows it's not going to work if he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> she definitely needs some ego massage. Oh, I I want to put a pin in that. But okay. I'm not, I'm not going to remember that pin, so I'm not going to bother to even pin it on it's the wall. Gonna... I don't. I don't want to dirty the wall. It's not going to come up today? Not for a while, but... Okay. There's a... Shannon there's... requires ego massage, that's the pin? No. no, that wasn't even the pin. But no. I... the, pin? The, the pin was Saeed telling Shannon 
that he believes in her. Oh, okay. Even if he doesn't believe in her. Oh, I see. Okay. Besides, yeah. there's something along those lines. But anyway, very, very minor pin. Put in like the lower left corner of the pin wall. I don't get too dirty. And I doubt we'll remember this pin. Do you remember another pin I said? To pin? When he's, <laughs> I keep saying the word pin. But you said it. You said something. I said, remember this. Pin it. Um, Was it in Lost? Yeah, it was Lost. It was Lost. I doubt you'll remember it. I bet I'll remember it when you say it, but I, I mean, I, I, tell me what it's in regards to. Are we there? No, no, we're still not there. I just wanted to see well, if you remember it. Sure. Do you want me to remind you or no? <laughs> we're still... sure. Go ahead and remind me. You said Michael will do anything for Walt. I did. Or you mentioned how Michael said he would do anything for Walt. That's what I mean to say. And you brought that up. And I, said, I did? We'll put in that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I don't remember saying that. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't think you said it, but you said how Michael did say that, how he would do. I I think it's when um Beach Squad and Cave, or Cave Squad and Beach Team or whatever were separating, and, like, he was like, I'm going to stay on the beach so I can find something to get us out of here. I'll do anything for a while. I, I don't think that he said, I'll do anything for a while. I think he said, I'll do anything to get him off the island. There you go. Or I'll that's, do that's, I that's, have to. I'll do what I have to do, whatever I have to do. There, that's the pin. There, there you go. I'll do what I have to do. There, that's it, actually. You said it right on the dot. Okay. You remembered it better than I did. There you go. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, remember that pin. Uh, I will try. Anywho. Uh, I don't remember where we were now. Oh, yeah, we're about to get... Oh, we're at the caves. We see Jack and Sun. <laughs> I've oh, seen a lot no. of Sun and Jin recently, but... We have not. Um, we see some interesting developments occur here. So Jack asks Sun, what is his plan for? And Sun signals like headache or whatever, you know. Ooh, uh, you know. And then Kate comes in and tells Jack how we have a problem. Yeah. Like Jack, he says something like, do we have a problem or do you have a problem? Yeah. I mean, good for Jack for kind of picking up on yeah. Kate. I want to I know how Jack feels about Kate. Do you he still seems think... to despise her. Yeah, definitely does not seem to like her. There are multiple things he does throughout this episode that shows that I don't think Jack likes Kate that much anymore. It's, and I'm really like, I am really struggling to figure out what the heck happens to make these two so like that to put so much animosity between these two. I know that Jack okayed Saeed torturing Sawyer. Okay, fine, but I feel like they've had pleasant conversations since then. So I'm, I'm really not sure why there's so much animosity between them now but like jack seems like downright put out to be talking to her right now (laughs) yeah but oh it gets worse later i mean we'll we'll get to it when you get to it i guess now i do like how they glance over at sun we keep seeing sun but they're like "Ah, sun sun can't speak english you can talk about this in front of sun yeah overhearing jack tells or kate tells jack how you're the only one that knows and Marshall, uh, the silver case that was with them, there are guns in it, and this travel document and some money. Sawyer has it. He's yet to open it. I know where the key is. It's in the Marshall's wallet. Tell me where you buried it. Let's go get it. So, yeah, okay. Uh, what was I going to say? I mean, a couple of things. So, does Kate know that Hurley knows? 
I don't think so. Because she said, because she, no, she doesn't know. Because Hurley only knows. And Jack's not telling her. No, Jack has not told her that Hurley knows. Jack knows that Hurley knows. Yeah. I love this web. I love this web of (laughs) Kate thinks only Jack knows. Jack knows that he knows and Hurley knows. And no one knows that Sun knows. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. But, like, am I supposed to forget that Hurley knows? No. Okay. I mean, yeah, you don't need to forget that Hurley knows. I think he's now probably past it because he's seen that Kate hasn't heard him or anything yet. So he's, and you, you don't always see him talking to Kate all that often, actually. So. No, you <laughs> don't. Past it. Who knows? But I guess like, I know sometimes in these really big series, especially like the pre, like the 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 two thousand aughts, uh, with these big gigantic twenty five episode order seasons, like they'll they sometimes. And I'm not accusing Lost of this because it hasn't happened yet, but they'll sometimes put something in and then like deliberately contradict it later on because they're like, oh, we, we really wrote ourselves into a corner there. We got to undo that somehow. Like, a- am I going to be like told later on that Hurley didn't know about Kate? <laughs> uh, I, I don't think so. I mean, I'm trying to remember. Or is it just going to be forgotten that oh, Hurley didn't know about Kate? This is not going to be another GS ball situation. Another what? G- I think I said it wrong the last time I mentioned it, but it's that Pokemon ball that I, I spoke about. Yeah. So, yeah, they they brought it in and they just kind of got rid of it. Yeah. Like, oh, we didn't know what to do with it. It's a GS ball. It might not even be GS ball. I'm trying to. No, it is. G- it's totally GS because I remember it's like gold and has a GS on it. Anyway, yeah, they just kind of got rid of it. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, no, don't worry about that. Hurley okay. knows, and we know Hurley knows. Uh, also, after this conversation, Jack doesn't seem to believe Kate that there are just what she says in there. He's like, are you sure? It's just the guns and whatever else, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically he ends it with, okay, let's open it together. Fine. Yeah. So, and so did you think Kate was lying? Or... Well, absolutely, because yeah. here's here's why. Like, <laughs> here's why. If, if all that was in it was guns, then two things: don't even say anything to Sawyer. You leave it underwater, and everything's fine. No, nobody's ever going to open it. And now, well, what but, if you want the guns? Wait, no, I disagree with that. Why would you leave guns there? Okay, so then, okay, that's that's the other thing, though. All right, in this case. She goes goes to Jack and says, we have a problem. Well, what exactly is the problem? The fact that that Sawyer has guns that he can't get to? Like, that's not a problem. The fact that there are... He's worried that he will eventually open it. Really? Well, she's yeah, she says it. I think she says it when she's talking to Jack here. He's eventually going to open it. Okay. Which I I don't know if he actually could. is Is that what she means when she says we have a problem? Is that Sawyer has guns? Or is the problem that there are guns? I think it's the problem that they don't have the guns. But it might also be that Sawyer has the guns. Hold on. I've seen three three different possibilities here. Jack, we have a problem. Sawyer has guns. Or, that's one. Two, Jack, we have a problem. So, Sawyer has guns, but we can't get into them. We need to. That's two. Or three, Jack, we have a problem. There are guns. So, so which one is it? <laughs> I, all three. 
No, it can't be all three because <laughs> they predict each other. I don't know. That's up to your interpretation. Mr. Well, that's the beauty my point is of Lindelof. My, my point is that this is why I know she's lying. Oh. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't make any sense for her to say, Jack, we have a problem. There's a suitcase with guns and Sawyer has it and he can't open it. Like that, none of that, none of that is a problem. Do you, um, how do you feel about the Planet of the Ape movies? I've only seen the first one. I've read the book. This, the, anything subsequent to that, I, I don't really know anything about. First of like the the recent ones or the super. Oh, movies? you're talking about the 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 reboots, the James Franco. Yeah, yeah. The, um, yeah. Oh, I, I love them actually. Okay. Okay, that's all. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now that we've been able to stop Mr. Sal and straighten his tracks. <laughs> Good. No, I, 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 I'm still hot on this issue. Like, like I, I don't like. She's clearly lying. This is a terrible lie. And if Jack didn't see through it, I would be really disappointed in Jack. So I guess good for him for seeing through it. Except that it's so obvious that I can't even give him any credit for seeing through it. Yeah, it's like when people want a reward for doing something they're supposed to. Yeah. Uh, that 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 I think is funny. I, I'm trying to think of a good example of. I can't think of one. Sometimes people want a reward for doing their homework, but it's like, yeah. I mean, you're supposed to do that, right? Like that's yeah, not, it's not like an extra thing, right? Uh, I can't even a good example off the top of my head, but yeah, that that there you go. It's like he was supposed to do it. If he didn't do it, he'd get punished. Yeah, there you go. It's like this. Hey, I didn't kill you. Can I have yeah. a cookie? Yeah, I'm a good person. <laughs> I've done a good thing. Right. No, you just didn't do a bad thing, so you don't get punished. Right. Exactly. Uh. Anyway. But yeah, I mean, so. I, I'm glad Jack figured out that she's lying because it's pretty freaking obvious. Uh, are you good? Do you want to go to the next scene? Do I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, God, this is I've I have more notes about this than anything else in this entire episode. Really? Okay. Well, then no, was just like, why did Kate go back for the case in the first place? Why does she want to open the case? Just does she just want does she not just not want Sawyer to have the guns? No, okay, okay. All, all that gets answered by the fact that she wanted the the model airplane. Okay, okay which is pretty ridiculous, but I'm not ridiculous. I I don't know what the significance of it. No, but, it's ridiculous. Okay. There is there but is the the fact that she goes to Jack and says we have a problem. No, you don't. There is no problem. You're in exactly the same situation you were yesterday, except that you know that you can get into this case now. So therefore, you are lying. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. They definitely want the guns, though. That is probably a plus, right? To have, cause now, if you know that there's Ethan out there, with God knows who who I else mean, is there. I don't know. Is that a plus? Because what's to say that Ethan doesn't get a hold of one of these guns? That's true. Yeah, maybe you're opening a Pandora's box. Yeah, you know, once there are guns on the island, like it changes the whole dynamic of everything. Sure. Right now, you really have to work to kill somebody. <laughs> it's a lot of effort. Yeah. But, but you, the second you introduce guns, now everyone's killing everyone. <laughs> no. Exactly. But no, I'm sure this, this, this is like, I don't know if, the, if you ever knew this about me. Like, I, I'm, I have a very complicated relationship with technology. What do you mean? Yeah, now I'm very intrigued. Well, like, I, I, I love my smartphone, and I, and I don't ever want to be without it again. Okay. Yeah. Now, now that it's in your life, you can't yeah. live without it. But I really wish that technology had stopped with flushable toilets. 
It sounded like the Unabomber to me, in a way. No. Oh, I know. And we talked about that in our Black yeah. Mirror episode. Like, I think there's a, a, a kernel, you know. My, a, minus, a, minus the bombing. <laughs> right. There's a kernel of truth in, in, in what these manifestos have to say. You know, that We talked about that in, in Hated in the Nation, our Black Mirror episode. But my, my point is that like, technology from flushable toilets forward, like, in a lot of ways made our lives easier, but in a lot of other ways made it a lot harder. So, and I think, I just think, I think about automation of jobs. I think about how the ease with which we can kill each other. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. It's easier to kill someone now than it was. Yeah. It's easier to do a lot of things for good and bad. Right, right. Exactly. So like easier I, to defend yourself. Easier. To but I'm out. never, I never, ever, 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 ever want to live without a flushable toilet. Yes. Like that is a necessity. It amazes me how toilets work. Like, I, know, I know toilets work, but it, it, it dumbfounds me that yep. they work. Much like airplanes, massive yep. boats, I've said, right? Toilets yep. are another one. No electricity, really? They just yeah. all based on water and yep. the pressure and the movement of the water? Wow. Impressive. Yeah. So so flushable toilets, and I guess refrigeration, too. Oh, that is really nice, yeah. yeah. I do like my milk. Refrigeration. Like, those two things, you have to have them. The rest, I wish I never even knew about them. Because now that I know about them, I, I don't want to live without them. Yeah, you now now you're stuck. You're like, well, now yeah. this is. I also have wondered with and if new technology comes out, like if self driving cars become really prevalent. Yeah. Am I going to be like, oh, I'm in a place where I have to like, there's a parking lot that's really big, and I have to drive to park because the car can't do it itself or whatever. Like, oh. Yeah. Or I got to drive off road. Yeah. My car can't do off road. I have to manually drive. <laughs> I don't know. Right, exactly. So, and this this is a situation where it's like you are on an island. You don't have flushable toilets. That's unfortunate. Or if you're, <laughs> and I feel very bad for them in in those regards. But you have an opportunity to have a life without the rest of technology. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. And it's like, ah, uh, do you really want to introduce these guns to this environment? Because Man, it's really easy to kill somebody once you have one of those. All, all I'm going to say is once you've had those technologies, you're always going to want them again. For the, yeah. for the sole reason of why aren't you giving up your phone? And that's because you want the technology. Yeah. You can get a flip phone. works just as well for calling, but you're spoiled. Yeah, the <laughs> app on my smartphone, the call people. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the least used app on the phone. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I think, I, I, think, I think the guns are very, well... Definitely, they can introduce some problems. I think they're pretty advantageous, especially with the amount of fights that break out on this island. My God. But judging just by how one of them has recently been... um, Here's what I'll say. Usually struggle, or at least like a common enemy, uh, brings people together, right? Mm-hmm. And in the same way that Claire has now been abducted, it's kind of, I, I think we're going to see less like pretty serious infighting among... The survivors because they're like well we got bigger fish to fry or at least to worry about i'm not gonna say they're not gonna fight but i think there's gonna be like fists thrown maybe there will be let's see right yeah less fists are thrown and i think they're gonna and as we see in this episode they, they talk about it a few times and they allude to watch out you know ethan got claire you don't know and look what he did to charlie you don't know what will happen to us next? So, I definitely think, uh, 
I don't think it'd be outlandish if Kate was like, hey, we really need those guns. And that, just because, you know. Especially if you saw, listen, there's no way they're beating Ethan in a fair fight either way, right? Like, you know, I think even if Jack had a weapon, Ethan was going to kick his butt. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. But, like, you put Saeed and Sawyer and Jack together on Ethan, I, I think my money's on the trio. Oh, okay. You think you think the trio? But what if they've got? But we don't know how many there are of them. What if they've got like ten Ethan's? Locke can just throw a knife at. <laughs> <laughs> so so Locke's are like, I love the idea of Locke going in there with his like suitcase of knives. He's like qua, qua, yeah. and throwing them. Exactly. Walt Walt who's been trading with Locke's like qua, qua. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that too. But no. anyway, we've digressed. Anyway, yeah, we've gone digress long enough. Yeah. Are the guns a good idea or not for the survivors? I don't know. We'll see. It's a good discussion. We've had a good discussion about it. Yeah, we've. Ah, that's part of the episode. Anyway. <laughs> no. Uh, and then, actually, well, I was about to say Jack and Kate arrive at the burial site and start to dig, but before that, I almost skipped over <gasps> the longest character, Charlie and Rose. I know this is actually my favorite part of the episode. This scene or just these it's two? Charlie and Rose together. Okay, okay, yeah. It's quite. Rose comes back strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so Charlie's uh, obviously quite sad, especially what happened with her, or her, him and Claire, and especially with Claire's. I was going to say departure, but oh. I, I can because it's not the leftovers. If you want to know what I mean by that, you should watch the leftovers and our podcast that goes along with it. That's Anywho, right. Uh, Charlie asks Rose, you know, why are you smiling? What's going on? Wait, did I write? Hmm. Yes, I skipped over the, I skipped over Rose making fun of Charlie. Or just oh, telling yeah. Charlie, why don't you help me move? Just because you're sad don't mean you can't help me move stuff. Exactly. <laughs> it basically, like, that really bullies him. But everybody's trying. Everybody's pitching in here. Everybody's pulling their weight, except for you. You're doing nothing. You and Shannon. You're yeah. useless. Oh. It's like Shannon. No. I mean, Shannon is translating French, apparently. Yeah. Now she's just reading. She's getting an ego massage. <laughs> yes. So Charlie, you know, asks Rose why she's smiling, why she's happy, and Rose tells him, you know, things aren't all that awful. Could be worse. In which case, Charlie goes to specify the things like, listen, there's monsters, yep. these others. Yep. <laughs> and Rose, actually, Rose just cuts him off and tells him nobody blames him for what happened to Claire. Yeah. And, you know, you came close to death, Charlie, but you're okay now. Charlie says, he says something pretty dark of like, maybe I should have died. Yeah. Which is pretty dark. And Rose tells him he needs to ask for help. And Charlie just goes, who? Who does he ask? But so, so is it this scene or is it later scenes? Do you want to talk about what do you like so much about this the, between Charlie and Rose? Well, because there's like there's there's a well. First of all, we haven't seen Rose in forever, so it's just nice to see her. Second of all, the the only thing I'm really interested in on the island right now is what happened to Claire and Charlie. And huh. Charlie would seem to be the link to that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and for some reason, he's not really, he doesn't remember anything. Okay, that's fine. Okay, but like seeing how he is going to deal with this and cope with it is 
is at least something relevant to that story and and i'm interested in it mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. um and rose is just really nice rose is the nice character i wish there's more of her i know we'll see now uh and so i talked about how kate and jack at the burial site and now we're back to a flashback yeah uh, kate is gonna be uh, sent back in with the rest of them do you want to call her maggie or kate i'm just gonna act I'm just gonna call her Kate, even if you told yeah, me. Yeah, Kate. Her Maggie. Kate is good. Fine. Uh, they hit Kate, or he hits Kate to make sure uh, she looks hurt, and then um, they uh, basically threaten to kill Kate in front of the bank manager unless he gives up the key. And he says, "Okay, fine, I'll, I'll give it up. I'll give up. I'll, I'll get. You, I'll let you in the safe. Mm-hmm. Our vault." And then uh, there's the end of the flashback. Not much to say on that. Uh, bank I mean, manager got played. I I guess. I mean, like, how much of a, how close did he feel to Kate after? <laughs> I don't know why. America. Why is this man hard as nails with these robbers? Like, why? Like, that's a good. Why? Question. Why are you risking your life for this? Don't don't banks have insurance? Isn't that always the joke of like it's a it's a victimless crime? Yes, yes. A sense of like. I mean, I mean, I've I've worked in retail before. I know you've worked in retail before, and and one of the things that I've asked in in on my first day of the job is if there's a robbery, what am I supposed to do? And every place that I've worked retail says you just give them what they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Just give them what, what they want. want. Keep yourself safe. Get them out. Like that's that's it. Like so. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Just. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. Keep it moving. I don't know why this bank manager is taking so long. Honest to God. To give it up. I don't know why. I don't. It's like it found to me. Yeah. I mean, if it's, if it's his own personal, like, if it's his own house or something, then I might fight a little bit. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, these are my, like, to have personal sentimental values. Fine. Oh, yeah. I get that. But this is literally just money in a vault that they it's want not to his do. money. Yeah, it's not his money, it's the bank's money. Even if yeah. he, like, owns this, let's say he owns a branch of banks, and he's not only the manager of this bank, but of all of them, or whatever. I don't know. We'll, we'll it's some wacky thing. So what? Don't don't you have insurance? I mean, maybe his insurance premium will go. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how he waits. All I, I don't, there's, I just don't understand. There's not a good reason why There's not a good reason. Yeah. If I was his employers, and I saw this man, and what he did here, I would not like him being a bank manager anymore, but this guy, hmm. Seriously. He's not making the best decisions, is he? No. Got a death well, oh, oh, well, maybe not, because, you know what? He is, he is like, guarding your assets. That is a, you know, in terms of an employee. He's dedicated. Yeah. Maybe not in the right way, but, you know. There's... Yeah. Anywho. Enough on that. There's what it is, that flashback. We see Kate and Jack digging up the grave. Feel nasty. Start gagging, coughing. Ugh. That, you know, this was a pretty good depiction of, like, a what it would be like to dig up a dead body. Yeah, like a recently buried body. I think, like, a few weeks. Buried. I thought that he looked a little too decayed. You think so? I, I, I don't think so. It's, he's, he's been buried. He's been buried for weeks, I think. Like, three weeks now, though. All right. I think it's fine enough. Because you can't really quite tell if there's a lot of dirt and stuff. Like, you can't see his skin all that well, but... Anyway, Kate goes in there, grabs the wallet. Uh, when she opens it, there's lots of magic. She drops the wallet. Mm -hmm. Jack picks it up and sees that there's no key. So in that moment, before the scene continues, did you really think that there was no key in the wallet? 
Um, yeah, I guess I wasn't thinking about it too hard, but so yes, I guess she got you hook, line, sinker again, Mr. Sal. I guess. I Did just, you give a soft you know, spot for Kate? I, no, I think that <laughs> no invested enough in the story to care whether or not she took the key. Well, anywho, Jack, do do you think this time he gets a prize? He didn't get a prize for knowing she was lying last time. This time, did he get a prize? Yes. Okay, so Jack gets some sort of Mr. Sal prize, whatever that is. And anyway, Jack suspects uh, she did sleight of hand and palmed the key. I do think it would be funny though. I mean, I guess it would show Jack's paranoia if he thought that and she showed her hand and there was no key. There really was no key. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, he's right. Jack's pretty upset, and he kind of just grabs the key and leaves. Just walks off. He's pretty upset. Doesn't even explain himself. Or doesn't even explain to Kate. Doesn't help rebury the Marshall. Which I don't even know if they. Did. I'm assuming someone reburied the Marshall. Would that be Kate or if Jack came back? But I guess it would. Maybe Kate did. I don't know. I don't know, but he just leaves. There you go. Pretty upset. <laughs> doesn't doesn't try to like talk to Kate and. Be nice or anything, just not liking Kate very much. <laughs> Jack is yeah. not in his fan club. Back to your favorite duo of the episode, Shannon and Saeed. Shannon's trying to translate, uh, but the message every time, the the message keeps being the same, but the equations are different, and it's getting they're getting very frustrated. It seems this this one's like they never could combine the other one with this one. They're just getting frustrated. Shannon isn't saying like sensible French sentences, mm-hmm. so like. And so then there's a question of, is it the notes or is it Shannon that's messing this up? You know, Shannon's not good at French or is Rousseau, because Shannon says it, listen, she's been alone for 16 or however many years. Maybe she's, you know, kooky in the head or whatever. Yep. Uh, Sai says it's not working and Shannon says, oh, well, I am useless after all and storms off. Feeling offended or whatever. Um, so do you, uh, did you, did you even think about or wonder if it was the notes that were the problem or Shannon that was the problem? Uh, I didn't care. <laughs> um, you didn't care? Yeah, that's fine. I, I don't blame yeah. you. I don't care that much either. I, I was more just annoyed with Saeed for losing patience. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. He keeps, he keeps hyping her up and it's like, okay, now, now it's not working. He doesn't really speak French. Yeah. Like, she, she's been frank with you from the meeting of, she yeah. didn't speak French very well. And you're like, I was thinking about it. This too. isn't working. Barnes doing it better. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I studied Spanish in high school, but then I studied German in college. All right. But if somebody put Spanish in front of me and asked me to translate it and said, you can do it. You just have to put your mind to it. I'd be like, F that. I can't do this. I have no idea. Like, there's no way I'm going back in my memory and remembering what these words mean. It's not happening. Like, so <laughs> there's no hope. No, so like no, so but he's not trying hard enough. You can, I believe in you. No, that's see, that's Mr. Sal, I believe in you. There's no amount of trying that's Mr. going Sal, to Sal, I believe in you. I'm saying the magic words. Yeah, exactly. It's it's dumb. <laughs> like you can't will that into happening. You don't think you can will someone's being to remember French and or Spanish? No. I'm confident if I was on this island. With no French experience, I could will myself into being to understand French. Really? <laughs> no. Okay, exactly. 
So this is why, like, I, I do not understand Saeed's perspective here. Yeah, he's just, I think he's just getting frustrated in general. Cause maybe he's maybe he's angry because he doesn't understand the equations he said. Like, they're very complicated. Uh, maybe, you know, he's trying to help out Shannon's ego, but his ego's gone too low because he can't do these equations. Or, you know, just a whole, he gave too much of his ego to Shannon. Yeah. And so it's just all this, ah, this storm of stuff, just, just dirty. Just dirty. Yeah. Now, here's a scene I think you would have liked, which is Sawyer and Jack. Oh yeah, you gotta like these two together, especially when it's every one on one. Except that I don't think it should have happened in the first place. Why is Jack gonna help Kate right now? I don't think as much of help. So, so he said the one when when he goes back to Kate on the beach to open it together. He says, "Well, he literally says, uh, we're gonna open it together, like I said we would.' Yeah. Right? So he's doing he, the only. So he makes it sound like the only reason he's opening it with Kate is because." He said he would. Right? He's just keeping his word. This sounds like a pretty Jack thing to do, granted. It does. So I, I think that fits Olsen's character. Now, if he just helped Kate and just kind of forgot about all the stuff, like Kate trying to like hide the key from him and stuff, then, yeah, I'd be questioning it. But the fact that he presses when he comes to tell Kate, let's open it, because I said we would open it together, but that's the only reason why you're coming with me, is because I said we would do it together. Yeah. Because... After they open the box, Jack does not like Kate, though, so very clearly, you know, I mean, talk about that. So I think, I think it's, I think this fits Jack's character. I don't think anything's too out of the ordinary. Yeah, I think Kate should have tried to get into the case, but Jack probably didn't want to talk to Kate again before getting the case. Here's, here's the thing that I, like, if I'm Jack, like, Kate doesn't and get anywhere near this case ever again. Yeah, I, I, I'm surprised they didn't just open the case without or yeah open the case without kate being around so, first as, as i see it jack has two choices in this scenario he chooses neither of them which is what really disappoints me you know, choice one is i know what he knows he well he assumes that there's guns in the case right if he does not want guns on the island you just throw the key into the ocean that that's choice one then you don't have to worry about this case anymore Mm-hmm. choice two he wants the guns so he tells Sawyer exactly what he told Sawyer mm-hmm. he gets the case he keeps the guns himself under lock and key and doesn't do anything with Kate Kate never goes near the case well see he kind of does listen when when they do open the case Jack takes the case back and only leaves I know yeah, yeah. so I, I do I think he's just trying to follow his word that's it. I think I think he actually does your plan, right? Of getting the guns. He just but, wants the guns, but he just he knows the word he made, and he's just I guess man of his word. He's like, oh, told Kate. Yeah, that. yeah that's garbage. Now, yeah, I I would not be like Jack in this case. So I'd be screw you, Kate. You palming key, lying, good for nothing, tree climber. Get away <laughs> from me. Yeah. Here I opened up the case without you. Here's this stupid airplane and throw it into the ocean. Yep. But anywho, it is what it is. Uh, Jack does it that way. I think it fits this character, so I'm not too upset by it. I can understand why you are. But I, I just, you know, I I agree it fits his character, but at the same time, like his character was always someone who had a positive relationship with Kate, and that's clearly not what he has right now. 
No, it's not. But you can understand why he doesn't. <laughs> his relationship with Kate. I don't yeah. think that's as much of his character as just his relationship with Kate. Like, right. like from this point forward, if he ever gives Kate the benefit of the doubt again, I'm going to be really upset. Yeah, without something like, without some more, like if next episode gives Kate the benefit of the doubt, I should understand that. Without some sort of like bonding I, happening again. But. I want to see a scene where Kate says, Jack, I need your help. And Jack says, F off. <laughs> I I want to see that scene before oh. I any kind of reconciliation because he like, he needs to get over this thing like mm-hmm. whatever anyway well anyway let's talk about the Sawyer Jack stand face off so Jack points out the case at Sawyer's place wants it and he threatens Sawyer to cut off his antibiotic treatment see this is not a Jack character thing to do so. Well, so- I yeah I this I was wondering if this is a Jack character thing to do has he but has he been hardened by the island right is he is he willing to like we know he does not like Sawyer and he saved Sawyer for a very he saved Sawyer so he's gonna like kill him now again and Sawyer but granted Sawyer thinks he's bluffing Sawyer calls out his bluff right he's like I think you're bluffing and Jack doubles down he's like nope not bluffing um. And neither know what's inside. I think so. I think from Sawyer's perspective, right? If ever, this is a game theory, he's yeah. very positive Jack will not uh, take his antibiotic treatment. It won't stop him. Yeah. But when when Sawyer gives it up, he does like talk about how like you won't be able to open it. Good luck trying to open it, right? He doesn't know because he doesn't know Jack has the key. Right. Exactly. So I think the reason he gives it up is he does like a little game theory thing in his head. It's like well. I have this case. I'm never going to be able to open it. Yep. Right? But there's a smallest, minute chance Jack actually means what his word. Right? He actually does mean it this time. He snapped. So, I'll just, you know, why am I holding this hunk of metal? Fine, I'll give it up. It's not like he'll open it. And make sure I get my antibiotics. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think Jack knows that too. Or maybe he doesn't, but Jack was bluffing. I think Jack was, I think Jack would not have stopped giving the antibiotic treatment. And I think Sawyer is confident he wouldn't either. But just because Sawyer's the game theory master, he knows, okay, I will give him the case. Yeah. I, I Well, I think you're right. But I still think just the threat of stopping the antibiotics is counter enough to Jack's character mm. that it would justify him doing something else counter to his character and opening it without Kate. Okay. I see what you're saying. So I, I don't like that in that sense, they're trying to be consistent with this character and this other sense, they, they're subverting his character. I, I don't like that at all. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. Yeah. Jack threatening basically have someone have a painful infection. <laughs> yeah, because here's, here's, here's the way I see this and I, I need to just get over this and we probably need to move on, but I'm really stuck on this. Like, <laughs> Jack is going to compromise his own his own character, his own system of morals and beliefs. He's going to compromise his integrity in order to open the case with Kate, who just blatantly lied to him and tried to she she used him. She manipulated him. She used him and she was going to open the case without him. Mm-hmm. And by the way, why? Uh, that's the question I always ask too. Is why does Kate, Kate want to open? And I, I mean, obviously they're trying to make it a mystery. Why does Kate really want this airplane? Why does she, uh, you know, go through well, all this I work? Don't that she do it without Jack. 
Or exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is it? A, why does it have to be a secret? This, I mean, for that matter, right. she could have done it without the, with Sawyer. Like hey, she hey. clearly gets along better with Sawyer. She could have taken him. Oh no, she, she she didn't know where the guy was buried. Okay, yeah, that's she, right. So that's that. And but it, it's it's thing of he. She even shows the airplane in front of Jack, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, why? Yeah, why? Why? What is the? Maybe she thought something else would be in there, but it doesn't seem like she didn't seem to be disappointed. With Seems it. like she knew exactly what was in there. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, um, we'll learn more about the toy airplane, but I mean, yeah. Any anywho, so he gives it up, and he warns Jack that Kate, whatever Kate said to him, it was a lie. Which true story. Yeah. I mean, Kate certainly did lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Jack goes to Kate and, hey, we're opening up. Not because I like you, but because I said we'd do it together. And flashback. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this is the final flashback. Bank van- bank manager opens the vault. Uh, Kate's brought as a hostage, and bank manager wants uh, Kate to be let go. Then the robber, I, this this confused me too, starts just dunking on the manager and telling how kids to mastermind behind all this. Which why do you do that? Because I guess he planned on killing him the way. He, so like 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 any typical evil evil villain is Mister Sal. You gotta get your ego fill, and so before you get rid of the good guy or whoever you're gonna finish off, you have to tell them your plan, just so that way they you know. They can bask in the glory of it. I oh, mean, the plan that you used to beat them, right? So he's telling them how they bested him. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, I prefer my shows and movies to be above that trope, but oh. here we are. Anyway, the Robert tells the manager, points a gun at him. Kate, who we saw from the first flashback when she saved uh, the one guy. The car, uh, yep. you know, does he doesn't want him to be shot? The manager, so he grabs, she grabs the gun. The other robber, who's like actually doing the robbing while this guy's doing talking. Mm-hmm. And the other one's out front, probably watching the hostages. So Kay grabs that guy's gun and now points it at this guy. Yep. <laughs> so, so it's he does have a name, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I think it's Jason. Oh yeah. Know. You're right. Jason? Jason? Yeah. Jason? Okay. So I think so. Jason, Jason's pointing the gun at the manager. Kate's pointing the gun at Jason. Tells Jason not to shoot. Uh, the guy doesn't think Kate's that cold. Jason is wrong, sadly, because shoots him in the leg, and then she then goes and shoots the other two robbers, because the one guy walks in the back after hearing the gunshots, oh and God. then demands uh, the key for safety box. 815. 815. Hmm, 815. Same as the flight number. Yeah, wow. What a... like, see, that's a coincidence I don't think is very cool. You, you don't? Think... No, you think that's cool? Uh, not, not in and of itself, but I suspect there's going to be more such coincidences. Mm-hmm. Like, if yeah. there's... Like, if this ultimately comes to a bigger head than this then yes, this is cool because it's part of a bigger thing. That's fair. Yeah, I okay. agree. But if it's just this, it's not that cool. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so, cool enough to get my attention. 
Yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, 850. Oh, it's yeah. a flight number. So now, from this point forward, I'm, I'm really going to be paying attention to that number. Two numbers, like, what's your phone number? Phone number is 815. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, manager is confused uh, and tells her, hey, you know, we, we have the bank key, but we need the customer key. Kate has the customer key. Don't know how she's gotten it. Presumably yeah. some way. She's gotten the customer key. And... She opens the box and there's a single letter, <laughs> like a little Let's see envelope. The anyway, yeah, yeah. And there you go. That's the end of the flashback. So, how did you feel about the flashbacks in general? We talk about them. I mean, I, I didn't feel like there were enough of them. <laughs> this is definitely like the shortest percentage of episode. Yeah, like of flashback we've had certainly they're all of them are very quick and there's look four i think we go back we go back four times yeah Um, and they're short short. yeah these are definitely um not the world's best flashbacks i mean i i like them for what they were i like seeing the transition from she's a customer oh no she's part of this Oh no, she's not only. Pl- I, this is what I really like. She's not only playing the banker; she's also playing the guys doing the robbery. Because she tells him, "My name's not Maggie." Yeah. So, like, th- this is this was a long con. Oh yeah, so she's conned these people. Yeah, you know, she's she's been playing this game for for quite some time. I'm. I, I guess my my question would be. Like, I don't know, how do I want to phrase this? It, why, why would you get yourself in that deep with somebody for the sake of this thing? You know what uh, I mean? They're, they're, how, like, you, you robbed a bank to get this thing. Mm-hmm. Well, there, had, there had to be an easier way. Yeah, that's why I want, especially since you already had the customer camps, like you can just yeah. find a way to fake the identity. Like, it's, a, I mean, maybe if the bank already knew the person, it'd be hard. I don't know. Just a lot of, lot, a lot of different things. On, and also, who, who, I mean, maybe we'll figure out who the answer to this question, but who is the owner of the safety box that has the like airplane in it? And they when right. I give it to Kate, like, were they deceased? A lot of questions. Um, the flashbacks kind of, you know, have their own story usually, and other flashbacks self-reference and whatnot, like, mm-hmm. and then we get another Sawyer one this season, and whenever we do, uh, I'm pretty sure the Sawyer flashback kind of, uh, you know, we it, it, some bits from his other flashback come into play for him. Uh, understandably. Uh, this is a. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what else to say on uh, her flashbacks. I didn't really like them that much. Because I, I did think she was part of the robbery and stuff, and I just. Yeah, I mean. I was just kind of wondering. Uh, I guess the, at the end was kind of a subversion. She takes out her own guys and then opens the box for this envelope. But then, after we talk about it in a moment here, what's in the envelope? I'm just. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very. But- very disappointing climax. So. I mean, and, and you, you've got four people there that can identify you now, too. Yeah. Like, they don't know her name. 
Right, but I guess I'm I'm assuming there were security cameras going too. Oh yeah, like this so is. They a... see your face. You see your face though. Yeah. Okay, but this is a very dangerous proposition to go through, and I feel like there should have been an easier way for her to get that thing. But certainly, whatever. Anyway. Well, maybe Kate wanted to have her cake and eat it too. She wanted to get this and rob the bank, but it didn't work out that way because <laughs> that guy was going to kill the bank manager when he needed him. So, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Kate and Jack in the cave. About to open the case. Jack gives her a quick warning. Hey, you want to tell me before you open anything? And he opens it. We see the guns, ammo, money, trial documents. He was right about everything. But there's a little thing under, I think it's labeled what, personal effects, right? Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah. Opens it, takes it out. There's an envelope. Doesn't even open it, Jack. Jack, the honorable man, just hands it to Kate, right? You know? And uh, we, this, we presume this is from the bank. Envelope. Right. This and, is, uh, I mean, you calling it honorable to me, just like ignorant. <laughs> um. <laughs> I would love if, like, Kate took it out and it was like, a, like a super tiny gun. Like, ha ha, now I, now I'm going to jump <laughs> you, Jack. I'm going to take all the guns. I'm going to go into the jungle. <laughs> but anyway, he takes it out. It's an airplane model and toy. Like looking at it, and Jack starts demanding the truth of Kate. Right? Like, you know, just tell me the truth. Why, why, why did you want this? You went through all this hassle, mm-hmm. as as I want to know as well as you want to know. Why did you go through all this? And then she, you know, she starts like getting all emotional. Ah, oh, it belonged to the man I love. And then he keeps pressing her, like, no, tell me, tell me. And then she adds the addendum. The man I loved and killed. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a pretty important addendum, I feel like, going, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I killed him. Anywho, she starts weeping. And this is like Jack really does not care about Kate. Seems like she starts weeping. And Jack just kind of like cleans up the briefcase, like locks it, and walks out. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't give her, gives her no sympathy at all. Like, hey, yeah. you know, it's okay. Tabula Ross and all that stuff. You know, it's new here. Nope. Just. Yep. yep, you got your air played out. Well, you know, and this is why I asked the question: Why does Kate go to such extremes to get this? I mean, I, back home or wherever she was before they crashed, you know, she had to r- organize a bank robbery, shoot three people, and and uh, deceive a bank manager to get this thing here. On the island, she has to alienate Jack, who's like one of the two people she's closest with and one of the most useful people on the island. Mm-hmm. Like these are huge costs to pay for the sake of getting this thing. So I, I I hope that there's something coming to explain why it's so important. I would have I would have loved if it. it. <laughs> if it's just sentimental value, then I I got nothing. I would have loved it. If she took the airplane and started playing with it, like a little kid, it's like, Woo, <laughs> the airplane. She's like, it's just my favorite toy. Yeah. I love it so much. Oh. Anyway, anything else you want to say on that scene? No, but I mean, do you agree with me? Oh, yeah, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, okay. I agree. Yeah. So I, I hope that we come to find out that there's something more than sentimental value attached to this plane, but I, I don't think we're going to. So... 
Uh, okay. So we, we a new scene here is the beach team. They're starting to move. As talked about earlier in the episode, they're moving kind of uh, not to be as close to the shore, so they stop, you know, seeing these ties that are destroying their stuff. And that's we just see them moving. Nothing too important. And then it turns dark, and we start seeing, you know, the people we've seen throughout this episode by their fire. So the first fire we see, Rose and Charlie, and um, they get on the topic of Bernard. Mm-hmm. You know, Charles like you know your husband Bernard. He was in the tail section, right? And Rose is co- still confident <laughs> that Bernard is still alive. She knows yep. it. There's a fine line between denial and faith. She says, "I like that line." She's, yeah, and she feels good where she stands. Yep. So, and and then Charlie begins to weep, and Rose does a prayer for her. But I want to talk a little bit more about earlier. I mean. The, the little bit we saw of Rose early on in the series was just her basically mourning her just sitting in the same way Charlie was quiet, just sitting by herself quietly. A Jack had to come over, talk to her, just quietly sitting there, not talking to anyone, basically mourning. And now she seems very hopeful and even jovial, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty good. And Charlie's the one very mourning. What do you think caused a change? For, do you think it's just because she really does think Bernard is alive? And do you think Bernard is alive? Uh, yes, I think Bernard is alive. Um, but I may have been spoiled on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, why, did she, why does her attitude change? Um, I think a couple of things could have could be possible. She's obviously someone who has a strong faith mm-hmm. uh island rewards that oh that's true that is... know, we don't have to be faith in the island though but right faith, faith goes a long way yeah lost island yes but i i think that for people who have such strong beliefs they do come to a point of acceptance like where it's a, just a surrender mm-hmm. you know like uh I've I've worried about this as much as I can. I can't worry about this anymore. I just have to trust in my faith. Mm -hmm. So it's possible that she got to that point. The other possibility is that she sees someone who needs her help, who she can help. So she can feel useful. Like she's helping someone. She's like, haha, Charlie, you're useless, but I'm useful helping you being useless. No, it's not. It's like, you know, she she could perceive it as I haven't really been able to contribute much because the type of help that I can offer is not the type of help help that has been needed up to this point. But here, there is someone who I actually can help, and and maybe I need to do that. Uh, we don't know what Rose did off the island, so yeah, but she she strikes me as someone who was either you know, well, who was certainly very religious may have worked for a religious organization or maybe someone like a therapist of some kind. Yeah, yeah, she's she's good um not I don't say talker, but uh support person, I yeah. guess. <laughs> therapist does yeah. That's a good he seems to be helping Charlie. We'll see how Charlie yeah. comes along. He's definitely uh, gotta be rebuilt, poor guy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, uh is, is that are you get on the Rose Charlie scene here? Yeah, I, I just want to bring up really quickly 
that it's very disappointing that we have not had a have, I don't think we've had a single lock Charlie scene since the moth. <laughs> Am I right about that? Has has there been one or no? I don't think there has been one. At least and on that, camera. At least on camera. Okay. Listen, listen, Lock Charlie served his purpose. The only reason he was there was to hold on to Charlie's drugs. No drugs, no need for Locke. Even still, that should be joking. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some sort of bonding that happens there. Like I'm I'm finding it hard to believe that they didn't bond so much from that experience that they don't want to be around each other now. You know, yeah, you know, sometimes you just get busy in life. You bond with someone, but you know, you just get a little busy and your paths just don't cross. Then it's been too long. You know, it's been awkward. You know, Locke's got his friends like Boone and Ethan. Charlie's got his friends like Claire and. Early, you know, and you know, it's kind of moved on. It's been too long. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's just it's unfortunate way of human relationships. Going very well for the friendship. <laughs> I like. Do you like those? <laughs> you like the two names Ethan. added in there, Ethan and Claire? Yeah. <laughs> now maybe they will become friends again. They start to lose friends. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Anyway, ah, uh, so good. Uh, then we see Shannon come to Saeed. Uh, I don't think he's actually by a fire, but anywho, he's chilling. And Shannon tells him about the French guy, you know, that she knew him, and how he had a kid. Not kid. He watched the same movies over and over. Mm -hmm. It was some uh, animated fish. Do you know what movie she was referring to? No. That came out in 2004? Um... 2003, but... I mean, I think that's Finding, Finding Nemo? Yeah, Finding Nemo. <laughs> oh. It is, it is a reference to Finding Nemo. But yeah. I didn't know that. Um, I looked it up just to make sure. So I was like, is that a reference to Finding Nemo? And it was. <laughs> this is what I widely believe. So. I thought I thought she was talking... I thought she said that it was some French show. No. No, it's a movie. They oh. watched the same movie over and over again. It was oh, a movie. interesting. Anywho, she tells Saeed that those lyrics are... Those writings were song lyrics, and Danielle, much like this kid, has been writing them over and over again. Now, do you know what the song is, Mr. Salvador? Yes, I do. Oh, dang it. <laughs> I recognize the tune. Oh, you know it? The French... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do you know it? Oh, I, it's like a really popular, like, old standard, like, Bobby Darren, Bing Crosby. I don't know it's called La Mer. Or whatever. How you La, right, La Mer. But, okay. it, but it, in English, it's called Beyond the Sea. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so La Mer, uh, you know, it's the I I I knew the English version very well, and what's interesting is like the the one when you go back and you look at all the translation sessions that Shin Saeed were having, like th- there are only a couple of words that I pulled out of those, and one was infini, right? Huh. She really latched onto that one, and and so did Saeed. Um, and that's not in the lyrics of the song. Well, the French version, as we know, it's French. I don't know how much they changed the lyrics. No, it sound nice. Right, but I looked. I was looking for the French word. Oh, because she said "infinite," which is infinity. Yeah. Right, which yeah. is a mathematical term. Uh huh. So I wondered if that was in the song, but it's not. Also, 
Yeah, okay. No, no, no. Anything else? I didn't know you actually looked... Wow, you went... I thought I was proud of myself. I found out what the name of the song was. Mr. Sal takes it 10 steps above and starts lyrically tracking the song. Like, hmm, well, I, I just... Not connected. Song that I, I know so I've heard a hundreds of times. Wow. Like, you know, it's somewhere beyond the sea. Somewhere waiting for me. My lover stands on golden sands and watches the ships that go sailing. Like it's about, that's what it's about, <laughs> you know. And, and I'm, I, I don't know. So I'm trying to figure out how that would apply to Danielle. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how that would be interesting to the story. And I, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, that is a that is a good point. I did not look at the lyrics, but that's very sus. <laughs> the lyrics don't line up. What the song that Shannon supposes is supposed to be. Oh, I don't know. Anything else yet for that scene? Um, I mean, isn't isn't Kate? Oh yes, there is one other thing. There's, there's one more thing. Yeah. So well, I, and it wasn't Kate. I mean, Kate's looking, you know, longingly at the airplane. airplane. But did you see Boone? Yes, that's the other thing. <laughs> Oh, he looks like he's ready to kill Shannon. He lo- he looks in the same way you always say Locke's got that look or like he's yes. <laughs> Well, granted, now Boone and Locke starting to become friends, mate. Right, like that. Uh-huh. If you think if you think Locke, which I don't know why you always think Locke something evil about Locke, but you think something's evil about Locke, Boone and Locke, they're you can't see it right now, but I'm crossing my fingers right now, like two peas in a pod, going to the jungle every day together, doing God knows what. Yeah. Yeah. So curious. It's curious, right? It's almost like you want to see the next episode, but it's a bad one. So don't don't be too excited. Oh boy. But oh, I wonder what Boone's been doing with Locke out there. And anyway, the last scene is Kate alone by the fire, and this the last thing of Jack showing his dislike for Kate in a way. Looks over at Kate, and maybe he thinks about, oh, should I talk to her? But goes nah and keeps walking by. Yeah. And Kate looks at the airplane. Mm. Scene. Scene. So this episode is my least favorite episode, I think, so far. It's just I'm surprised. I'm surprised you gave this on par as the last episode of your in between two ratings. In fact, for the last one, you gave it a seven, and you gotta get, had to get worked back up to the eight. This one, you've you've given it the generosity of putting it in between. This is, you've, you've, you've been too generous this episode, in my opinion. So, I, 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 am, I am going to look back on these episodes. I already know this. That someday I'm going to look back on those two episodes, the last one and this one, and I will not be able to tell you the difference between them. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, it'll be like, oh, yeah, somewhere in those garbage episodes in between when Claire got kidnapped and we get the resolution of Claire being kidnapped. Like, <laughs> because I don't. There's so much stuff that I just don't really care about right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But, I think there's definitely a low in this season. Uh, yeah, rest assured. This low, only temporary. The, the, the series is not lulled yet. We we rise quite quickly. Good. Greatly, highly. Bring your oxygen tanks. You're gonna need it to breathe when we get as high as we do. Oh boy! Watching the later episodes in the season of Lost. Uh. Do you have anything else you need to say in terms of Lost? Well, uh, I think that you've sufficiently talked me down to a seven. 
Wonderful. I've yanked you down. <laughs> Never thought I'd be doing this on the last. I'm yanking you down and you're right. It's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know if I, I I'm maybe I mean I was at like I said I the beginning I was seven point five. I'm gonna end up on a seven or an eight. So, but I'll tell you what though, I still have to say that I like this episode better than Solitary because and better than House of the Rising Sun. But like because solitary, I cannot forgive all the freaking golf in that episode. You like, really wow, you really hate like, the golf. I, I didn't I, mind the golf really, when they when they hooked in like Sawyer and like I mean maybe that's about it actually. No, uh, no. I, I got no. I, I, it is that the golf there's some funny things with the golf like sullivan coming over is like can I, I golf too no i don't care <laughs> like uh, and so i i i like all the stuff with saeed including the flashbacks better yeah. than all the non-flashback stuff in the last two episodes oh wow um, but I like the flashback stuff better in the last two episodes than the side flashbacks. But, but like all the stuff with side and Danielle is better than anything in the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But this, but and that maybe makes the golf even that much more unforgivable. Like <laughs> it's it, lowered at that. Much. Like that that scene or that that episode. I, I know we're not talking about solitaire here, but yeah. yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm like my cutoff is like White Rabbit is a definite eight, and solitary is a definite seven. Like, <laughs> and, and so these two really they both fall in between there for me. Um, but solitary, like it would be so much higher if it was just if it was a twenty minute episode that was just the Said and Danielle stuff. It would be like a nine, maybe maybe even a ten. Like it's it was so good. I agree. But, I agree. Definitely, yeah. definitely. The golf is the weakest part. Any anything without Saeed. But the flash flashbacks were very good either. So, yeah. and so without present day Saeed, it's so weird. That, that episode solitary reminds me of um, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, which you've seen that one, right? Yes. Okay, that's the one that has the best lightsaber duel. I I would argue the best lightsaber duel in the entire nine episodes. Was it? Is it? Is it, is it the end one? Yeah, it's Maybe. it's Darth Maul oh, and Qui Gon Jinnobi. The Quasimodo. Yeah, Qui Gon and yeah. The three way lightsaber duel. It's amazing, but they intercut it with a cartoon battle sequence, and a cartoon like dogfight, which was. I was so frustrated watching that movie. I was like, all I want to see right now is this lightsaber duel and you keep cutting away to these cartoon battles and I don't care. Stop. <laughs> and and that was how that's how I felt about solitary. All I want to see is what's going on with Said and Danielle. And you keep cutting away to this other stuff that I could not care less about. And so, and that's so that's why I, I still have to like this episode is aggressively mediocre. <laughs> Yeah, I call this the most met episode. <laughs> yeah, but that is mediocre is better than infuriating. <laughs> so, so I, 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 st- I, I, it's a seven, but it's I, I still rank it ahead of solitary. Wow, I'm shocked. I just can't with the golf. I can't with the golf. Very disgusting. 
Well, we'll see how the next one is. It's even worse. Get ready to whip out your fives. No, I, I can't believe it. I Really, I'm very interested in a Boone Shannon flashback. Yeah, I think it's primarily Boone. Like, uh, the House of the Rising Sun's primarily... Because if you don't know, we do get, like, a more Jin uh, oh, okay. final episode this season. So that was mostly Sun, uh, their yeah, final yeah. episode. We get a more Jin-centric one this season. Okay. So, I'm trying to think what else we got. I know we got, we get like, a Hurley one. I was going to say, do we ever get a Hurley one? We get a Hurley this season. We'll get a, a Michael. Well, yeah. Stuff. Okay, good. So I think that's it characterized that are new. Otherwise, I think the rest are um, redos. Okay, well, that's fine. Like, I, that's the other thing is I don't, I, I really don't want more redos before we get all the characters covered, but, you know, whatever. Well, yeah, when do you do we get an Ethan flashback <laughs> or Danielle flashback? That would be Not nice. this season. Oh, if man. Ever. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. Uh, I also wanted to be noted the next episode's hearts and minds, whatever that could mean. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, uh, who knows? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, do you have anything else you wish to say on The Leftovers? On The Leftovers, I have plenty to say. Not Leftovers, <laughs> Lost. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to put this episode to rest. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, if you want to contact us, showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, give us a rating, please. I'm begging you. Uh, this is I've I've I got my hands together. I'm groveling on my knees. Please, uh, share the episode with anyone. Okay, doesn't have that's about anything. What's what's a good way of sharing it, Mr. So? Uh, uh, here. That's part of this. I love I love doing this because you gotta give people a unique way of sharing it, so that way they can keep sharing it. Because I always tell people to share it, they'll share it once. And then they're not going to share it again, but I already met that requirement. But if they give them different ways of sharing it, maybe, you know, they'll do one of these. Um, I had a conversation today about bumper stickers. How do you feel about bumper stickers? Uh, I despise bumper stickers. I don't like bumper stickers either, at least on my car. If you want bumper stickers in your car, that's fine. But here's, here's the plan. Uh, I mean, we're not going to make these bumper stickers for you guys. I'm sure you can find a place to custom. So after you customly make a bumper sticker that has <laughs> Showhopper's podcast on it, you have my permission, by the way. And Mr. Sales. I, I haven't gotten his yet formally, but I'm telling you, you've got to go ahead. Yeah. Make Showhopper's bumper stickers, maybe one, maybe multiple, and just put it on people's cars. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> just, just no, don't do that. How mad would you be, Mr. Sal, if you got out one day and you went to your car and you just had like a bumper sticker? I just had a bumper sticker. I'd be so mad. <laughs> no, that's not that. Imagine how angering you would be. Because like, most people, people who don't have bumper stickers on the car, don't want bumper stickers on their car. Right? Some people have some bumper stickers, and you know they're cool with bumper stickers to whatever degree. But people who don't have it, you know, I've come to learn, really don't want it. Understandably, I guess. But anywho, find people. Uh, whether it's people you know, maybe people who already have bumper stickers, maybe they'll be cool with it. Maybe people that don't, but you think their car looks nice enough. Maybe, you know, they drive around a lot. Whoever you see, you know, fit enough. And just throw some bumper stickers on their uh, car. Yeah. Or a much easier thing to do would be to share it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Much, much easier. Could, could, but not as unique. It doesn't have that charm. Uh, not, not, as, not as cool. Oh, my God.
It's not as unique. You gotta be unique in today's day and age, Mr. Cell. Sharing it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. That's that's old, right? Facebook's for boomers, basically, and oh my God. I don't know about Instagram. They're, 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 they're quickly being left in the dust. What's the way of the future? Bumper stickers. I'm telling you. <laughs> We're gonna be looking back and being like, wow, why didn't we buy more bumper sticker stock? I'm telling you, people want to communicate via bumper sticker. Our logo, your avatar on all social media. <laughs> How's that? That's a yeah. I mean, I guess I'm okay with that. Yeah, rip our logo. I'm sure you can you can do it from the the feed. There's I'm sure there's other ways you can grab it. So just grab the logo, screenshot if you have to, and make it your profile pics or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Anywho, uh, there there was your unique way of sharing. <laughs> Make bumper stickers and put them on people's cars. Or your own if you want. But, you know. Where's the fun in that? Uh and I think that's it. Mr. Sal, tell tell the nice people out there, and maybe robots if they're listening, goodbye. Thank you for listening. Don't get lost. Goodbye. <laughs>